Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. Hello everybody and welcome along. It is a very warm welcome to our final IMSA broadcast of 2023 here on IMSA Radio and shortly uh, in sound and vision as well. It'll be Shea Adam and me, John Heindorf, two races this weekend from the Circuit of the Americas, Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup coming up next live. The Porsche Carrera Cup North America on IMSA Radio. Well, hello everybody and happy birthday to the Circuit of the Americas. 11 years old today. That was when it was opened. Uh, exactly 11 years today. At least the 21st today. Yes, I th- it absolutely is. So I hope we've got a big cake somewhere. John Hindorf and Shea Adam with you for our final two rounds of the Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup for 2023. Uh, one today, one tomorrow, and it is almost perfect conditions to go racing. Welcome to Shea Adam, who is 80% Shea Adam at the moment, having lost her voice last weekend partway through Motul Petit Le Mans. Hello, Shay. Hello, John. Yep, still a little bit squeaky, but getting better and ready to see these 38 Porsches take to the Circuit of the Americas for one last time this year. They get to go this weekend, and then we get to officially crown our champions because our champions elect Riley Dickinson, hometown hero in the pro category, and Efren Castro in pro-am. They've got it sealed, but they could be penalized for doing silly things in the paddock or so I've been told by the people in charge. They will get their championship trophies tomorrow night, though. Who will be taking home the AM trophy? Will that be Scott Noble aboard the number 10 driving for MDK Motorsports, or will it be the MDK? Mark Kvame, who takes home another consecutive AM championship. Well, the battle for that is about to begin now. Just outside Austin, Texas, flight path into the airport just over to drivers right as they come up the start finish straight uh, we'll take a look at the grid for you i can tell you in pole position uh, for the am category is scott noble ahead of his teammate and team leader mark kawami with john getz in third position uh, scott lines up 26th mark in 27th john a little bit further down in 30 seconds in Pro, what a run at two at twenty fifth. Excuse me, in Pro Am, what a run to twenty first position for Chris <laughs> Palomo in the number sixty eight. 
uh, and that is a cracking. Now, I think that might be his first pole position in class of the season, Shay. It definitely is of the season. It might be of his career. And Chris Belomo, who's a man who races in other series with a guy who's very nifty in Porsches, that would be none other than Johannes Van Overbeck. Johannes was on the wall coaching him earlier, but the trick for Chris Belomo, and I was joking about this a little bit earlier on with Tom Moore, our uh, guru of all things Porsche Carrera Cup, he was saying Chris Belomo in a pink car for this weekend. Maybe it's that breast cancer awareness juju that helped Chris Belomo get to the pole today. It will be Caden Kelly uh, second in Pro-Am for Norlis Morton in the number 48 and Efren Castro uh, champion elect uh, in third position ahead or alongside should I say James Sofranas of GMG Racing. Johnny Knotts our chief pit lane official is overseeing everything with his usual verve and style and <laughs> he'll be making sure that everything is okay on the grid the cars have been lined up on the start finish uh, grid itself uh, this is a 20 corner circuit uh, and as i say up 11 years ago today so um and it, it clocks in at 3.426 miles or five and a half kilometers charles leclerc has the lap record overall set back in 2019 the sf90 at 136.1 we'll be expecting to see something down uh, well we saw a 206 uh, 7 8 as our pool time uh, what a pool time that was for tom Sargent. that's nearly two seconds quicker than the lap record that was set here uh, last year by Kai van Berlo. Will we see that in the race? Well, just note this down, 208.767 in this current 992 version of the Porsche GT3 Cup uh, was set at the Porsche Carrera Cup North America round here last year. Just waiting for Johnny, a bit like King Canute at the front <laughs> of the grid behind the Porsche 911 Turbo. Uh, just waiting for that beautiful Carmine car to pull away and then Johnny will wave them off for a single warm-up lap 20 corners there's a little bit of everything and it does change year to year shape because of the ground that it stands on so one of my favorite facts about Circuit of the Americas is that it was actually built on what used to be floodplains. So the ground does shift and move below the pavement year on year. When the place was first built, it was perfectly smooth. It was like a billiard table. Now you watch the car is going down the back straight, the long run in between turns 10 and 11, and all of a sudden people are bumping and bouncing all over the place. That is what we love about this circuit because it is moving. And every year you need to bring a blank sheet because the setup you had the year before won't necessarily be good when you come back for the green flag the next time. Well, I can tell you in 2017 when I raced here in the 24 hours, it is completely different because they have ground the sur surface down in places since then, mainly for the motorcycles. MDK right up at the sharp end of business in the Pro-Am category, in the Am category, excuse me, which one of their duo will be picking up the trophy from Brian Till at the Night of Champions this evening at the Porsche dealership just outside of Austin. 
Noble or Kwame? Noble or Kwame? There's a couple of team championships still up for grabs as well, Shay. Well, there, the team championship has been sealed up once again by Kelly Moss, this team which has become a serious powerhouse of this championship and its previous iterations for many, many years, and particularly with the livery that Riley Dickinson is running. That Racing for Children's livery has taken now, I think, three champions to victory at the end of the season to taking home the coveted prize, which this year, as this is the Deluxe Porsche Carrera Cup North America, is the Al Holbert Trophy once again, so Riley will get to hoist that. But so many young drivers have begun their careers with Kelly Moss, and it's elevated them to a place of stardom. Tight for second position, uh, McElroy Racing up there among others, so we'll have to do a little bit of arithmetic on the fly after today. And as we going, as we go into tomorrow's race, I, I should say actually. Um, we're not throwing out trophies tonight, of course. It's tomorrow night, uh, the <laughs> night of champions. I've just panicked everyone um, who is setting that up at the moment over at the Porsche. Sorry, Day. Emily and Troy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> indeed. So uh, well done to Porsche Motorsport North America for another brilliant season of racing. And we're already hearing that it's going to be another big, probably full entry 38 cars here, a full entry for next year, should I say. Um, and with Riley Dickinson, surely the best opportunity for a very long time, possibly ever, for a US driver, US base driver, and certainly for a US Carrera Cup driver, because it simply hasn't happened before now um, that we've had uh, a US based Carrera Cup driver. Uh, with such a good opportunity to go forward into the championship for the young drivers, or at least the shootout for the young drivers. Right Motorsports have just tweeted, it's go time. <laughs> PT Autosports, suited, booted, engine fires. Tune in to Race 1 live now. If you're listening on RS2 IMSA Radio, it's not often I say this, you can tune away. Click the button at the top left and IMSA video live. No subscriptions, no blocks, no breaks. The only side-by-side -side you'll see here is on the track as Shea Adam and John Heinoff get ready for more excitement. Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America for 2023. The denouement of the season. One race after this one. Great looking start. Sargent from Dickinson on the front row, then Cedric and McCarthy, Cooper and Yardley, Merrill and Wiley, Hart and Hall for the top 10. It's a long run to the start line. It's not the finish line coming out of turn 20. The green flag is out, the hammer is down, and we are racing at the Circuit of the Americas on its 11th birthday, and there's already contact. That was part of a front spoiler that went up in the air as Tom Sargent does go through. And hold on, gets the hold shot. Riley Dickinson down the inside of two. That's a brilliant manoeuvre on Cole Mitchell and Tyres. But Dickinson <laughs> proves his championship credentials by going through and taking the lead early on. Magnificent stuff through the S's now. The curbs, not all of them can be used here and they can be pretty unsettling. Oh, right over the orange curb can. Awesome, awesome sounds and vision of 38 flat six Porsches nail the curb at turn nine, all the way over there. Track limits are being looked at 
empathetically, I'm being told from race control. What a great start. There was a bit of a schmozzle in the middle of the field as they come out through turn 11 for the first time. And on to that long back straight, side-by-side -side action, Shea Adam. I'm really impressed with everybody, particularly about the 26 cars going that wide through turn one and making it through cleanly. I think the front splitter might have been off of Sean Varwig's car. He's dropping back through the field a little bit in that number two machine. The dark blue well off the course there at the exit of that corner, but very clean and decisive maneuvering from Riley Dickinson, who when I talked to him said he has a home track advantage because they only had one 30 minute practice session coming into the race this weekend, meaning that the Drivers from Texas who know this place a little bit better would be able to make the moves early on. And that's exactly what we've seen from our champion-elect Riley Dickinson. Yeah, what a way for him to close out what's been a pretty near-perfect season. Barely off the podium all year. This is a time-certain race. We normally get 40 minutes. We're getting 35 plus a lap here. It is one of the longer laps. So Riley Dickinson by half a second as they go across the line from Tom Sargent, Ryan Sedgwick, then it's McCarthy, Cooper, Wiley, Yardley, and here's the battles, this is what we love to watch up the inside, and that was over, I think, the damaged part of the front splitter. It's only a piece of rubber, but it's so important to the front-end grip of these cars. Travis Wiley getting very loose there as he was attempting to be passed by Will Martin, who had gotten around, I think it was actually Thomas Merrill. I thought it was Jason Harton. Off has gone Wiley. He's spinning off. He was the fastest car through the practice session yesterday. Flat left rear for Travis Wiley. I don't know if he's going to be able to get back to the pit lane. That could bring out our Porsche safety car. What a shame. I was reveling in those 507 horsepower, normally aspirated flat six over the top of the brow. And diving hard downhill really tricky braking area here many different lines you can take but you must get on the power early coming out of that left hand hairpin on the long back straight nola sport car going very very wide indeed speedy dan clark speedy dan clark the former indy car star in the number 64 currently sitting in third well 13th as he crossed the line <laughs> he, he, he's moved up at least one or two positions because Varonchowski is behind him now and I think that's Sean Varwig ahead of him side by that's side behind as well and here is the safety car so we should be going yellow and let's see yeah, yellow flags are out so no yep. overtaking slow down and that is for Travis Wiley Damage to the left rear wheel and Michelin tyre. That has put him off the circuit. Now, let's see if we can pick the bones out of the start and find out where that piece of bodywork came from. Well, it happened much further back. Do you yeah. know, I think we had five... Oh, no, we had six wide on the exit of turn one. Can you believe that? <laughs> one, two, there it goes. In the air, just coming up in up the hill as you compress it's just where and it's on the Oof. circuit now as I say it's a piece of rubber but there's a couple of metallic clips on that so our intrepid marshals will be out to get that now what happened to Travis did he get pushed off the track shape what was going on 
He was being assaulted from multiple angles, John. Will Martin was coming at the inside uh, with a big head of steam, and then Travis just, something seemed to give in the left. Yeah. I think actually something broke. There's damage, there was damage already. There's a black witness mark just ahead of the left rear Michelin wheel and tire. And I think going over the, uh, going over the curb there, and that's a yeah. super quick entry through turn three and four. And I think it was the transition between the left kink of three into the right kink at four. And there's a chunk out of the wheel, but there's big damage just in front of that rear wheel arch here. But also look, the Michelin is gone. The, yeah. There's no rubber left on that rim. So very interesting to see that. Glad that it happened in a position where he was able to come to a stop without hitting anything. So that Porsche should be repairable and get back in the race tomorrow morning. That's good news for Travis Wiley. However, oh no, that's Varun Choksi in the pit lane with a broken radiator. Yeah, they, they, there's two radiators, one either side at the front of the 992. And there's one right in the middle, which is an oil radiator. And... That was why Varun was dropping, dropping down. I thought he'd lost some positions. Dan Clark, by the way, scored in 11th position. Here's how they stand behind the safety car. Our champion, elect, Riley Dickinson for Kelly Moss, lead, leading for Tom Sargent in second, except that's just changed around on my timing screen. No, it's switched back, that's all right. Then Ryan <laughs> Sedgwick, don't do that to me. That, that worries me a lot. Alex. Uh, uh, Alex Sedgwick, excuse me. Uh, Alex from the UK. Uh, then oh. Michael McCarthy, then Cooper, Yardley, Martin, Hall, Thomas Merrill, and uh, Jimmy Ebert uh, for the top 10. Then Dan Clark, Jason Hart in 12th, Sean Varwig in 11th. Then it's Boulier, Michael McCann, uh, Elias de la Torre, and those top 16 are all pro. And what a run! through the field for the leader in Pro-Am, Shea Adams, 17th overall. Caden Kelly is actually making his debut in this championship this weekend with Nola Sport. Has run in the Porsche Sprint Challenge West before partial seasons. Uh, he ran at Utah Motorsport Campus, actually, as a matter of fact, and Circuit of the Americas last year. Did 12 starts in the North American version of the championship in 2023, where he got two wins, both of which came at Circuit of the Americas. So Kate and Kelly, a bit of an expert when it comes to this track in Porsches, but this a very different championship as far as the horsepower is concerned. Looks like bad news for Wright Motorsports as now Varun is out of that machine. Yeah. Good news for Wright, though, they still have a horse in this fight with John Getz in the AM category. And John, he's doing all right so far today. I think he's up into third. Uh, he, uh, he he qualified third, but he's made up positions there, and he's actually closed the gap to first and second in AM, which is led now by Mark Kwame, ahead of the pool sitter, Scott Noble, in the number 10. 43 from 10 are 24th and 25th. They are teammates. It is Mark's team, but there's no team orders. John had about half a dozen cars between himself and that front row. He's cut that now down to just two. Moisey Oretsky and Grant McDonald are the only two between them. Uh, by the way, a little bit of a truncated weekend. Just one short practice session for all of the drivers, which, uh, in fairness, um, messed with some people's minds, I think, a little bit. Yes. Because they put a lot of pressure on themselves. Uh, then one 
fairly untidy qualifying session as well that Shay and I watched earlier on today. Uh, and that sets the times, sets the grids for both of the races. So this is the penultimate race of the year and your best lap in that one qualifying session sets your grid position here. So Top Sergeant with a 206.808 was by far the quickest by getting on for two tenths of a second. Then it was Riley Dickinson, Alex Cedric, etc, etc, as we told you. Mm -hmm. Now, yes, uh, uh, tomorrow it will be Riley Dickinson on pole from Tom Sargent, from Michael McCarthy in third, from Top Racing's Ryan Yardley in fourth position, uh, fifth MDK's Jason Hart and sixth on the outside of row three will be Nola Sports' Thomas Merrill. Now that's if they don't improve the times that they set then in this race, because if they do, then that will set their grid time. The one person who didn't do well at all with the second lap was Alex Sedgwick, qualified third in this one. He's down in 11th. Uh, Travis Wiley, once that car's put back together, he'll be in 12th. So there's a couple of people slightly out of position and well done to Jason Hart, who'll be up in fifth, as I mentioned. Right, points update, Shea Adam for the AM category. Okay, so at the start of today's race, including the qualifying points for both pole positions for Scott Noble earning across the course this weekend, as into the pit lane is Jake Pedersen. Looks like he's getting a new right front tire, but he should be going back out on the track. There was a gap of 16 points, Scott Noble ahead of Mark Vame. They have the same number of wins. If Vame gets one more win, they would be tied. But as far as second place goes, Kwame has that advantage over Noble. So if Kwame can get one more win and somehow they finish on an exact tie, that's the situation we would be in. But as it stands right now with 25 points for the win, 20 points for second, it would be a that'd be a 11 point gap. And then we have the bonus point for the fastest lap in the oh. race as well. So Kwame could bring it back down to 10 points, in which case he would need to win the race tomorrow and have Scott Noble no better than third. Yeah, unfortunately, none of our timing screens here has a fastest lap on it. So we'll have to wait for the update and give it to you tomorrow. Will. It'd be like the old days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to uh, FOM and Formula One for making sure we've got the pictures and uh, some of the timing as well. Looks like we're going back to Green Pedersen, still in the pit lane, hasn't yet left. So he's dropping down. In fact, he's just left the pit lane now, I think. Just seen the out next to his name. As the fielder coming round to turn 20, Riley Dickinson swings to the right, dives to the left, gets on the throttle, all the way off the circuit. That would be track, that'll be track limits in Formula One later on. But as I said, it is being looked on empathetically at the moment. Across the line then, decent jump from Riley Dickinson, gets half a second or so into turn one you can't see the apex of turn one as you commit to it it's right over the top of the rise and you diamond across to it and you go oh, there it is thank goodness that's a decent move by the mccann racing car there going through i think and making up a position as they come through the s's again the switchback area in this first part of the track there's really three very different zones of oh. this track. Shea Adam, 
Uh, Riley Dickinson is not on the racetrack as he was going through at the top of the S's. He was inside of the curbing for yeah. both of the final curbs. And uh, it, that was not a line that other people followed behind him. But he has a good gap over Tom Sargent, who now is trying to fend off Alex Sedgwick. Michael McCarthy having a phenomenal run today up in P4, looking at the back of a podium finish. Chapeau to Michael. So Jimmy Libra uh, was the other car involved with that incident with the number 77 of Travis Wiley at turn seven. I mean, no, it wasn't that far around, but that incident is under review. Oh, no, check that. It's the 74 under review, not the 77. Uh, Jimmy Libre and Thomas Merrill. Thomas Merrill, yes. Huh. Well, they were closer together on the circuit and no, 74, Thomas Merrill's 47. So that might have been reversed. Let's keep an eye on race control for that. But that is an incident in the review. We'll let you know what happens. Well, what an interesting line that our championship leader is taking through turn seven, eight, and nine. We'll keep an eye on that as well. McCarthy in fourth position. And I am so impressed with him, John, because this is a man who won the Porsche Sprint Cup Challenge North America two years ago. This is his third season with Kelly Moss in the other Racing for Children's liveried car. He has not ever stood on the podium in this championship, and he is currently fending off a Rolex Daytona winner in none other than Michael Cooper. Phenomenal driving, just comparing their level of experience. Michael Cooper is a guy who's been in the top level of racing for a very long time. He's been on the podium already this year as Mike won the number 33 for accelerating performance. And here's Michael McCarthy, who's just at the beginning stages of his career, holding him off. I'm, I'm so impressed with Michael today. Shea Adam alongside me, John Heindorf, for the final weekend of the IMSA-sanctioned championship season. The main championships were decided at Motulpa-Tilamon last weekend at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. The Yet to see the full schedule for next year for Porsche. It's the last one to be confirmed. I know that the drivers and teams have been very impressed with this place over the last couple of seasons, so I expect to see this one back. Dive down the inside at the end of the back straight. Always a good manoeuvre to be done. Now the little switch back onto the inside, and this is getting very tight indeed. And watch that JDX, the black and gold car, coming through further back. This is starting to get very tight indeed. Turn 14 and 15, heading under the bridge. Short shift out of there. Short shift again, then balance the car for this long triple apex right-hander. 16, 17. And 18, nasty bump on the exit of that. Pull the car back to the right-hand side and then sling it into 19, right over the inside kerb. No sausage kerb on the inside uh, that there was back in 2017. You could use that to help you turn the car, actually. Nola Sport right in there as well with Jason Hart behind the whole 24 car. And the draft is strong. No pass flaps here, no DRS. This is good old-fashioned overtaking. What a great move by Thomas Merrill in that number 47 car. 
That really was. As Ryan Yardley was the guy looking to make the big moves as he was diving down the inside of Michael Cooper. And, and now he's caught back up to Cooper. But his failed attempt brought the door open for Will Martin, who is now completely passed by Thomas Merrill. Another Rolex 24-hour Daytona winner, by the way. Uh, as we look at the depth of this field, now Thomas Merrill's been released. And he's trying to run away, too, to try and catch back up to Yardley and Cooper and McCarthy and Sedgwick and Sargent and maybe just Riley Dickinson. But Riley is in another zip code right now. Doing what Riley has done all year, a second and a half at the front of the field. Tom Sargent with just on a second as well between himself and Alex Sedgwick in third place. Then McCarthy, Cooper and Yardley make up your top six in pro. This is a nice run again for the black and gold. That is the JTX racing car and has got ahead of Thomas Murrell. So Will Martin breaks. He break just before the change of surface. It's, it's actually downhill there into that left-hand corner at the end of the back straight. Doesn't really look it, but you come up across the top of the rise. That's been resurfaced recently and there's a lot more grip there. Now into turn 14 and 15. You almost think of that as one corner, two left-handers. As you go into 14, you point your car at the bright orange barrier on driver's right and then turn it in. This is getting tight around this long right-hander. This absolutely torches the left-hand side tyres, particularly the left front of, of racing cars. Now down into turn number 19. And that is Jimmy Libre just about holding on in that number 74, the red, white and black car, the silver and... The GT silver and dark red behind is the number, is the 10th position, that number 24. It's Bailey Hall, the young man from Australia who's run the Porsche Carrera Cup Australia the last couple of years. This year included, by the way, as a race of Gold Coast coming up. Does get the pass made, but not on the car that he was aiming for. There we go. He had a moment there where all of a sudden he was opened up to Jason Hart. But for Bailey Hall, only doing two races so far this year in the Deluxe Porsche Carrera Cup North America. Those being the famed WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca and here at Circuit of the Americas. Around is gone, Caden Kelly. That was our pro-am leader. leader. So who's going to inherit James that? Sofranes. That'll be James Safronis. Yeah, he's Welcome gone back through. to racing, James. Well, he was already through at the line. So was there a bit of a coming together there? Don't worry about the four-way flashes. They come on automatically. Well, Sofronas in Ooh. the GMG car with the Stars and Stripe roof had gone through. And that was um, somewhat optimistic, I think, from <laughs> Ken Kelly. Uh, Efren Castro's gone through. And I think Chris Palomo, who was our pole sitter, has probably gone through as well. Yes, just seen the number 68 car go through there at turn one. More debris down the far side of the circuit. Mm. That's another front splitter. And that is turning in to the end of the back straight, isn't it? So that's just off the line going down into turn 12. You know, John, something tells me that the parts truck has a couple of spare splitters on it. So. <laughs> We should be okay for tomorrow. That does tend to be a part that gets uh, used and abused in these races, even though they are just sprint races. And we are at the stage in this race where it doesn't matter which Michelin tires you started on. Everybody is basically going to have the same grip level. 
it is worth mentioning, you get three new sets from the time the qualifying starts, so you must start one race this weekend on a used set of tires because everyone uses two sets in qualifying. So at this point, it doesn't matter if you used your new tires today or if you're saving them for tomorrow. The grip level across the board, basically universal. At the front of the field, it's now two and a half seconds. Riley Dickinson leads out in the green and white Kelly Moss racing number 53. Then it's Tom Sargent for McElroy Racing. Then it's Alex Sedgwick, PT Autosports. It's another one of the JDX run cars. Next up, as they whiz through, the number seven, Michael McCarthy for Kelly Moss <laughs> Racing. Then oh. the 33 of accelerating performance, Michael Cooper. Shay. I'm sorry, I'm just loving this because our 2023 Pro-Am champion, Efren Castro, sees a car ahead of him that is for position and this is just genius because Efren hasn't had a lot of this to contend with in the second half of the season he has run away with the championship by dint of his competitors not being able to continue on through the full year as we have a spinner that is in the pro class I can't tell which is that the car it's one of the apex cars isn't it no it's not no uh, that's why I'm befuddled is it Bailey Hall in it the 24 might be out through um, turn, Teddy's up to speed very, very slowly indeed. But this opportunity for Efren Castro to test his skills and win a race based on pace of getting able to pass somebody and fight elbows out with a super capable competitor, I'm thrilled at this opportunity. I think that was Burley Hall for the McElroy Racing 8-12 wheels. And he's dropped back in. Uh, behind one of the Kelly Moss racing cars. In fact, he's a couple further back than that. McCarthy, Cooper, Yardley, Martin battling for fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. We've had a change in the AM category as back to the lead oh. goes our championship leader, Scott Noble. He found the fan boost button to regain position ahead of Mark Kwame, but I have been reliably informed that Kwame is giving his all to try and win this race here today. Yes, even if the second half of the season has belonged to Scott Noble, and it has, Mark Kwame does not know the meaning of quit. He will be fighting till the very last yard little bit of pushing and shoving going on on the circuit and that's how you lose your front splitter <laughs> uh, I think was that Efren Castro that was getting a little bump from Chris Palomo uh, no no Efren's like uh, red blue now isn't he yeah yeah red blue and silver so that was Dan driver. Clark and Sean Varwick I reckon that was just outside the top 10 that's 11th and 12th Prepared. Riley Dickinson with a three-second lead over the field at this point. Not exactly pushing in the clutch, is he? Uh, no. Michael McCarthy in the Kelly Moss green and white car. The pink car behind him is uh, another Michael, Michael Cooper. Behind Michael Cooper is the number nine of Will Martin, another one of the British contingent, European contingent coming on the man from the south of England, from Battle in England. It's outside of Hastings. And he is racing for JDX 
you'll notice there's a number of multi-car entries from teams here. A little bit further back down the field, Chris Palomo has Scott Noble right in his wheel traps, tracks. That is the third in Pro-Am, then the blue and white car is the first in Am, and then the white and purple car behind him is second in Am. Then it's Moise Oretsky in there as well. So that's a cracking battle just on the out, well, in fact, 19th to 22nd, very close together indeed. And th that could certainly decide the championship in Am if either of those two come a cropper. I've just noticed as well that on that last lap, the number four of, uh, sorry, the fourth place has just gone to Michael Cooper, who's gone ahead of Michael McCarthy. So 33 now ahead of number seven in that battle we were watching just a moment or two ago. And the pink and white car, that is a change of position through the S's again. Wonderful, slight drag maybe of the brake with the left foot. Take as much curb and a bit of dirt in fact as well. That was uh, <laughs> the, that was Alex Sedgwick just ahead of this battle for fourth position who was kicking up the dust. There's loads of grip on the inside on that red colored tarmac there at turn, at turn eight into turn nine. So let's see how the position changed. Uh, it was That's up Moise the outside, Aretsky. Yeah, Aretsky on the in, on the far driver's right. I think that was Bailey Hall, and could it have been Francis Seldor, perhaps in there yes, too? The correct, recently crowned VP Challenge GSX champion. Great thing about Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America is wherever you are in the field you will find a battle. We've still got eight and a half minutes to go. So that's in the region of four laps. It will depend when the leader comes to the line and where time elapses. I don't think, unless something goes horribly wrong, anything's gonna stop Riley Dickinson, Tom Sargent, or indeed Alex Sedgwick. They are nailed on at the front of the field at the moment. Cooper up into Michael Cooper up into fourth position as we said but he's three seconds in arrears and Dickinson still the fastest car on the track although Michael McCann did his best lap last time around as did the number 24 of Bailey Hall who had dropped down through the field but that's a bit of a drive back Hall now in 24th position in that 24 number 24 16th 17th he's in 18th in pro having just gone by the number 11 of Blake McDonald. Which was a pass for class Correct. position. So that is that is a good improvement for Bailey, keeping his head down and trying to put on a good show. Does have tomorrow as well. So the audition, if you will, is not yet done. Uh, Bailey and his dad trying to decide what he's going to do for next season and dipping a toe into the Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America this weekend. Fastest lap of the race will surprise you not at all to know was put in by our leader Riley Dickinson in that number 53 2.08970 so that's a couple of tenths away from Kai von Berlo's lap record set here last year um, not in a car not dissimilar to that one oh no that would have been the uh, two years ago uh, two years ago yeah, yeah. 21 yes ex uh, exactly so 
But you are correct. It, it was a car liveried very similar to Riley's. Yep. So uh, as we were talking about, the, the lucky livery as it is uh, continues to share its goodness and take people to the championship. Now, a couple moments ago, there was a, a spin out on the track for Tom Collingwood in the hippie liveried Porsche. And Caden Kelly continuing his comeback through the field, making a nice pass through turn one. I think that was for position, but not getting him back toward the front. It is still James Sofronis leading the class ahead of Efren Castro and then our pole sitter, Chris Paloma. Yeah, I think he went, that was the uh, Todd Parriott driven car. I think that he went by. Yep, good call. Number good 89. Call. Another one of the Kelly Moss cars, but not in, confusingly seen, not in the traditional Kelly Moss livery. Tom Merrill, <laughs> Nola Sport. All the cars wearing the 75th anniversary logo, 75 years, glorious years of Porsche road cars that started with the 356. It's also the 60th birthday of the 911, 1963 to 2023. Amazing to think, isn't it, that the very first Porsche, complete Porsche car, although Dr. Porsche had worked on a couple of cars for other people as engineering consultants, but his first car, was only 15, it only took him 15 years to go from the 356 and the tiny little 1.1 and 1.2 litre engines as they started off at to what we now know as one of the most enduring models of car. Yes, it's changed down through the years, but the 911, everybody can see the silhouette of a 911 and know that it is a Porsche. Touch Ooh. at turn number eight. That was Ryan Yardley getting a tap from Will Martin. Racing room asked for by Martin, not given by Yardley. And the result was a touch between the two cars. It loosened up Yardley and Will Martin was able to get through, but it wasn't quite enough for, is that Thomas it Merrill is Tom with Merrill, him as yeah. well? Yeah. Sitting behind and that is the battle for sixth, seventh and eighth. And that black and gold JDX car has taken the sixth spot. Yardley holds on to seventh, Tom Merrill in eighth, ahead of them, side-by-side -side action now. Kelly Moss racing car down the inside, and that's McCarthy going up into fourth position. Michael McCarthy, take a bow, because the driving today has been on a different level than we've seen all season long. Yes, he has finished fourth, but he's not been this racy with people of this stature in the past. To see him going up against Michael Cooper and quite frankly, making Michael look like just another competitor. That is very impressive because Michael Cooper is not just another competitor. He's done six races so far this year, and three of them have been top five finishes. So Michael Cooper is a man who knows how to race and race well. Michael Tex McCarthy right now is racing well. Textbook maneuver from the Kelly Moss racing driver did go off the circuit. But as I said, those track limits being seen rather more sympathetically in this nice job Michael nice job Michael <laughs> says his engineer down on the wall right get your head down and let's see what you can do there's three seconds between you and a podium position time however running out probably only another two laps it will depend where the leader is Tom Merrill still sitting in uh, behind the number 78 of Ryan Yardley and that is the Battle for seventh and eighth position. And uh, Ryan Yardley, top racing car, holding on to that position. Just ahead of them, 
Will Martin in the black and gold car and ahead of everybody by now five and a half seconds. <laughs> and we have now got some track limits warnings. And it will surprise you, Shane, not at all, as we've been watching that battle to say that Will Martin has got a track limits warning. So one more and you'll get a penalty. And Moisey Oreski, who's battling further down the field. Meantime, at turn one. Uh, Efren Castro getting target fixation and missing his braking marker, trying to go around a slower car. That was James McCann in the McCann Racing Porsche, but he now has his sights set firmly on James Safranis ahead. And clearly Efren Castro wants to win this race because he likes winning races. That's just what he does. He already has the championship locked up. Doesn't matter if he doesn't finish this one, he can afford to take the risk. It was actually, it was Michael McCann in the number eight. Um, oh, it was? Yeah, wow. it was. So that was, a, that was uh, Castro trying to get back onto the back bumper of James Sofranas, who is one car ahead of Michael McCann in that number eight. And that wow. would be the battle for the lead in pro. By the way, that's 16th, 17th and 18th we're talking about. They fought their way up very well. As I say, not much practice and only the usual one set session of qualifying. They got so wide at turn uh, 19 that we can't even get them in the camera shot, uh, which is <laughs> extraordinary. All right, so 111 left. So does the chequered flag come out next time? No, because no. time has not elapsed. So it will be white flag next time around for Riley Dickinson. One more yeah, it was, lap it was Michael after. McCann. Yeah, you you are correct on that, John. I am really shocked that the uh, pro in contenders are that far up through the pro field, and and to be honest, I'm I'm shocked that Mike McCann is that far back as well because Michael has normally been running a lot further up across this year. So well done to both Sofronis and Castro for fighting up through the field so far. That's the problem, isn't it, for the blue and red number 65 of Efren Castro. He's got that pro driver in between himself and the GMG. That's the other blue Porsche with the stars and stripes on the roof. That's James Sofranis. And I think he's probably, uh, James Sofranis has got enough between himself and a car between him and Castro. Probably means he's safe. Uh, behind <laughs> them, they're being caught by the number 24 of Bailey Hall, who did his quickest lap last time around, the two minutes 10.3. And he's got behind him the number 68 of Chris Palomo, who started on pole in Pro-Am. So that's a decent little battle. And here comes Bailey down the inside of Efren. So Efren, I think, now has decided that second spot on his class podium is going to do. I'm not completely convinced on that because <laughs> Efren Castro won the championship back in 2021 as well, where in both of the races at Circuit of the Americas, he finished second. So he is quite used to finishing second at those tracks, John. I think he'd really like to try out the top step and see what the view looks like because it is a little bit different. Riley Dickinson still with the fastest lap of the race, that 20897-0, a couple of tenths away from the lap record. Tom Sargent with a 209-2. The white flag is out so one more lap of the circuit of the americas for riley dickinson already the champion almost seven seconds to the good turns into turn one a second place tom Sargent goes across the line to start his final lap then alex sedgwick but look at the field of cars coming in now that's not a battle for class position going across the line now because we can see, oh, I know it is. I'm talking complete nonsense. That's Will Martin closing in on Michael Cooper. Mm. McCarthy has 
closed in a little bit on the podium, but he's still just under three seconds away from Alex Sedgwick. I think McCarthy's going to have to settle for another fourth place finish here. Did Cooper take too much out of his tires trying to fight with Michael McCarthy? Is Possibly. that what's happening right there? Well, it looked to me as though Will Martin in the black and gold JDX car, the number nine, uh, that he feels like he can go through. Big slide by the 33, the pink car coming through, eight and nine, and it'll be down the inside. Just nail the kerb on the inside there, you'll get through. And it grips, and it does, and he did, and it's done. Down, oh, it's not done. There's a little touch Ooh. on the back of the JDX car. And almost the bump and run for the 33, the bright pink of uh, the Cooper machine. My goodness me, Michael Cooper there. He lost drive going up the hill from eight to nine. That's what compromised him behind him. There's still a battle going on between <laughs> Thomas Merrill and down the inside. He's Jimmy Libra in the black car with the amber front end down into the left-hander at the end of the back straight, turn number 12. 13, 14 and 15 to come and that's tight. It's pretty much like a cart circuit around here. Very much follow my leader, but you might make a dive on the inside at 15. Whilst that's happening, our leader is coming through turn 19 for the last time. Fastest lap, didn't qualify on pole position, comes through turn 20, down in the third gear. Lays some Michelin rubber out of the final corner. And that's another victory for Riley Dickinson. Tom Sargent will come through in second with Alex Sedgwick in third, then McCarthy. But look at this, Cooper's back ahead. Cooper is back ahead of Martin. And they go across the line. It is Michael Cooper from Will Martin, fifth and sixth, then the number 78, I think, in, in what we could only be called a blanket finish. Ryan Yardley ahead of Thomas Merrill, Jimmy Libre, and Jason Hart making up the top 10. It will be James Sofranas in the blue, number 14. He's just crossing the line now, who wins Pro-Am. Efren Castro in second, and he's got Belomo right with him as Efren as he comes through in second and third. Just wait for them to come through. Where's our... Where's our... Kwame, Kwame did it. Kwame got through. Correct. Wow, Mark Kwame at the line, less than three-tenths ahead of Scott Noble, keeping the championship dream alive. Mark Kwame with the racing-to-end Alzheimer's car, more than 240 names adorning that race car, is victorious once again. And our defending AM champion keeps the dream alive going into the race tomorrow. What a drive from Mark Kwame. And what a drive from Riley Dickinson. Didn't qualify on pole position. He will be on pole position for the race tomorrow. So the opposite side of the track didn't get the whole shot, but he made a decisive move. And I think, quite frankly, Shea, one of the moves of the season through turn two on cool tyres, put it up the inside, and appropriately enough, given that Daniel Ricciardo is back uh, this weekend in Formula One, he licked it and sent it and that was the <laughs> race winning move and I say that just underlines his status as a very worthy champion this year what can we say that hasn't already been said about Riley Dickinson 
Well, what indeed. Well, now we can say he's a winner on his home track Good because uh, a winner at Surf the Americas for the Texan. This will be an extra sweet victory. Yes, they're sharing the paddock and pit lane this weekend with Formula One, but the bigger deal for Riley hey. is getting to do it in front of friends and family. Warm, All right, for warm applause, Shay, from a very knowledgeable crowd here. Uh, we're not piping that in, I promise you that is actual, with people standing up and applauding and Riley Dickinson uh, acknowledging the uh, the uh, crowd with the door open. Let's quickly take a look at the am points because with Mark Varme taking uh, that uh, win over Scott Noble, we'll have to wait to see who gets the fastest lap, but that closes things up, shit. It does, and provisionally, we have Scott Noble on pole for tomorrow's race, but again, we have to wait and see if the lap times were bettered in this race. So there could be a further three-point swing. Keep that in mind. Scott Noble on 318 points, Mark Kwame on 309, meaning that tomorrow, if he finishes in the first place, does Mark Kwame, and it is third place or worse for Scott Noble, our champion for 2023 in AM will be Mark Farmer. Wow, so it's still very much up for grabs. Yep. And in a race where anything can happen and traffic can get in the way, uh, Scott Noble is going to have to drive with his risk and reward meter turned up to the most sensitive level, I think. A quick word for James Safronas as well, GMG winning Pro-Am, finishing in 15th. Yeah, and James Sofronis making a return to racing this weekend. Well, technically, he returned at Rensport, but that was less competitive than what we saw today. For James Sofronis, this is a very welcome return, and he will be thrilled that he still remembers how to pedal these cars this well. Great to see our IMSA officials back in the pit lane of the Circuit of the Americas uh, venue, of course, that IMSA used to race at in the past. Many happy races, and in fact, the forerunner of uh, the Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America raced into the sunset here a few years ago. What a race that was. I remember it very well indeed. Yet another win for Kelly Moss, racing for children's. Yet another win for Riley Dickinson. He had to do it the hard way at this, in this race. Didn't have it all his own way. Well, actually... Uh, after the first two corners, he had his own way. <laughs> Tom Sargent will be kicking himself. Got the pull position, got the hole shot. I just don't think he expected Riley to come up on the right-hand side down the hill into turn two. No, I think you're right on that, John. It, it was a moment of shock, and that's all it took for Riley to be able to go on through and take the lead. He never looked back. Congratulations also to Andy Kilcoyne and Victoria Thomas. They are the people behind Kelly Moss, and this fantastic season just continues a little bit more for them. James Safronas back racing again and carrying the colours of GMG and Mobile One. He took his class victory, and... Also in the end of the pit lane, we should see Mark Kwame in the number 43 taking the arm win. And that is a great run for him and it keeps the championship alive. We'll be back doing it again tomorrow as the drivers go for the formalities past the safety cars. What a run it was. Riley Dickinson taking the victory after a stunning manoeuvre 
at turn number two on the first lap. He underlines his championship season in 2023. Tom Sargent and Alex Sedgwick will stand on the pro podium with him. James Sofranas from GMG wins Pro-Am 15th overall. And in 21st overall, Mark Varmit uh, wins in Am. And that closes that battle down. That one still up for grabs. And we'll know where that trophy's going. When you join us tomorrow from the Circuit of the Americas, from Sheer, uh, Sheer Adam and our hard-working crew, both at the track and uh, at... Uh, hands at NASCAR Productions uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. The guys get to do, hang on a minute, the guys get to do the cool-down room as well and do the full F1 experience shit. This is magnificent. <laughs> I wonder what, what, what their podcast will be called because in Career Cup this year, it has been the Riley Dickinson Show. Well, they're getting to sit down and watch when... Now, do we do we get to see the pass for the lead? Yes, we do! There's the pass for the lead down the inside. Yeah, yeah, I planned that, says Riley. Piece of cake. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't qualify Let's well, have a listen. so I had some work. Yeah. You know, the key was, I know the guys around me fairly well, and I'm like, yeah. just be smooth. Don't overdrive the car. Yeah. Because I have... This is my first race on this one, so... Yeah, I was going to say, this is your first time with us. So... I did it, and I could tell Efren was making mistakes. He'd yep. be fast, then he'd make a mistake. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he did hit me. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know he, that was the one I was worried about. You're right. Mm. Where's Mark Kwame? That, that's he's missing out. I didn't grab that and I get caution. Yeah. <laughs> the dirt on the inside of eight was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Whoa. Hold it, hold it, Tom. Hey, good job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they've got a job in commentary when wow. they're finished. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up whilst the guys are chilling out in the chill-out area. Thanks to Jason and everybody up at uh, North Carolina and NASCAR Productions. Uh, we'll see you back at the circuit tomorrow. That was Porsche Carrera Cup, North America. Bye for now. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.